Hello, hello, hello. Happy Tuesday night. You're with us on, oh, I almost said Kate Pyle. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. It's been a day. It's been a day. Uh, you're with us on Heroes 101 Radio. Um, and <laughs> I'm rock and roll. <laughs> and with me is my awesome co-host, Spectre. Good evening, rock and roll. Are you sure? Are you sure you're rock and roll tonight? I know, man, <laughs> it's a, <laughs> it's a, it's, it's been, it's been a, it been a bad day. It's been a really good day. It's just been a really good busy ass day. So, um, yeah, that's a, we're a, we're a little goofy today in the studio. In fact, you know what? I'm gonna turn it over to you, Spectre, and, and let you. Let you tell the good listeners, we love you, good listeners, what's going on right now. Yeah, we, we missed you, good listeners. It's, I can't believe it's been a whole week already. Um, so, <laughs> yes, yeah, so what, what has <laughs> been going on? Um, yeah, I think I think it's time to get a little goofy. You know, we, we've had a few serious shows. We did a kind of a fun one about Halloween uh, last week. And, you know, it, it was kind of interesting last night. And this is going to be uh, my my bridge into our, <laughs> but like a recap of last week. So last night I went to a Japanese taiko drum uh, concert, which was just awesome. Yeah. And, uh, and last week on our show we were talking ghost stories, and I, I had a Japanese ghost story uh, where the, right. the, the ghost in the ghost story was a uh, a, a goze, which is a, a shamisen, like an, a, an an old blind lady who plays a, a Japanese musical instrument. And uh, yesterday I actually saw someone playing a shamisen, and it kind of brought the whole thing back to me. And uh, it was uh, just incredible, though. You know, it's a, it's a privilege to uh, be able to see see that kind of uh, tradition. Um, but anyway, and and uh, I guess my point was I was geeking out over that, and it it made me realize that just the next night we have our crossover episode of uh, of Heroes 101 radio station, where we're going to be meeting and greeting with the Geek Pile, who are a pretty awesome couple of guys, even if I do say so myself, um, who run a, a, a pretty popular podcast about all things geek-related. And, you know, it blows my mind the people that these guys have spoken to in the past. I mean, you're talking, uh, you're talking LucasArts. You're talking uh, the creators of Adventure Time. Uh, you know, Happy Tree Friends on the last episode. Um, very, very cool people. And um, you know, so uh, so we will be welcoming on the show tonight Biff and the Danimator. Woo! But before we before we get to them, before we get to them, because you know we'll get to them and. Uh, it looks like uh, the Danimator is still, uh, he's, he's, he just got in and setting up. Um, how is your, how is your, uh, how's your week been so far? How was your weekend? Because I saw your pictures of the taiko drums, and I am a big fan of taiko drums. We have the San Francisco Taiko Dojo here, and man, do they blow you away or what? Holy crap, yeah. I mean, just the sound from those things. I mean, you know, taiko literally means fat drum. And holy crap, are they <laughs> some fat drums. And, you know, it, it, it had never struck me until seeing them last night how taiko drumming is in its own right a martial art. And, you know, the, the very last drum passage that they played was a, a massive, massive drum laid on its side and then one person at each end. And, uh, and and they would kind of take turns just hammering the crap out of these drums, just in the, in the most beautiful artistic way, hammering the crap out of them. And exactly. I mean, the sound was immense, like the vibration through your body, and, and just the violence, but the, the kind of beautiful flowing violence went into it was incredible, you know? Right. You know what? You were saying that it's a martial art, and you know what? It is, actually. Because um, the Taiko Dojo here, they won't just let you beat on the drums when they start training you. They make you run laps. They make you do exercises. They get you really physically physically ready ready. um, before... Hang on a second. We're getting an echo. Who's got an echo? Anyone? Anyone? Anyone's phone? Oh, okay. Anyway, um, there we go. But, yeah, it's it's amazing, and, and it's so powerful. It's just we when we heard them, they had a ton, they of, had drums. A ton of drums. 
Uh-oh, we've got our Uh-oh, we've got our ex- Let's see. Uh, somebody got your radio turned up somewhere? Because that'll do it. Let's see. Anyone? I, I think it's just a lingering ghost from last week. I think, you think it's so? uh, uh, Yeah, we talked around. about the ghost, so, um, you know, <laughs> no on. doubt. Uh, let's see. Oh, uh, now. Uh, much better. Yeah. I think. And you know what you were just better. saying, I mean, about it being a martial art. The, the other thing that struck me was just how, um, the, you know, these, these massive, massive drums are created from a tree trunk. You know, they're not like sheets of wood, like warped in a circle or something. This is a massive tree trunk that from probably a 200-year-old tree. Um, right. With the smaller drums carved out of the middle of that tree trunk, and then the, the outside is, is, is the massive drum. And, you know, not only is that a 200-year-old tree, which is a pretty freaking amazing thing in itself, but just, you know, I, I guess the, the kind of care and attention that goes into building those drums, you know, the animal skins that they still use to make them, you know, it's, it's not... Uh, I, I've been in bands for many years, and, and I've seen bass drums and awesome drum kits, and, and they're great and they're loud, and but... You know, this is like a different quality of instrument and a different level of care. Right, right. And you feel like everything's sacred, don't you? Like it's yeah. not just, yeah. I'm just going to beat the crap out of this thing like any other drum. No, this is this is something to be regarded with, with you know, honor. And I, that's what I, I love that about. I was thinking about joining Tycho, Tycho Drumming, but it's, it's in the city. And I don't know, um, we already do our lightsaber classes in the city. I don't know that we'd go all the way out again, you know, for... A taiko drum uh, lesson, but any any lesson to be worth it. That would be. Yeah, yeah, big time. Yeah. Um, well, we've got interesting things going on in uh, let's see, in the community because we we are all about real life superheroes. I mean, our our name is Heroes One Hundred and One, and uh, some of the things I don't want to forget because I, I forgot to mention them last week. Um, we are all about the giving season. This is the giving season right now. This is what's it like out there? Is it cold in New York? It's getting there, you know. It's just over the last week the temperatures dropped massively. We're like twenty twenty degrees colder than San Francisco. Oh my god. Now. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I was suddenly it feels like the kind of time when you don't want to be sleeping out on the streets, you know, if ever no. there was you did. If ever there was a time. It's really the mm-hmm. time when you really don't want to be out there at night and uh well, yeah. you, you know what? The reason I'm asking is because, well, number one, I'm going to be there in uh, next Friday. Not this Friday, but next Friday. <laughs> so, but uh, for another reason, because it does feel colder here too. You know, in warm, sunny California, it's feeling cold enough to to get a little dangerous out there on the streets. So we uh, and a lot of groups we know in the real life superhero community are looking for warmer winter um, items, and we mean socks. Uh, coats, scarves, gloves, and sweaters. We'll take them. So, you know, if, if you're listening right now and you don't know anything about the Real Life Superhero community, just just you can go on our website. We'll post up some info on some groups that, uh, that go out there and do good things for their community, you know, and some of them are masked and costumed. Some aren't. And um, a lot of them are taking donations of warm winter clothing items. So if you're really interested in helping them out and clearing out your closet, think about it. That's what's in it for you. Clear out your closet. Get some new space in there um, for new stuff. Anyway, if you are near any of these heroes, and they're all over the country and in the UK, they're everywhere now, they would love your donations. And they'll probably even pick them up. I know our team will pick them up. So, um, yeah, you know, not only not only would uh, the community in, in in a whole, uh, sorry, as a whole, like your donations. Um, <clears throat> if you fancy getting involved and helping out, you know, we are always welcome to people who just want to come along. You know, bring a bundle of clothes and blankets and whatever, and uh, and and just you know help help distribute them among homeless outreach centers and, and the kind of places that we're doing that. So, uh, any extra pair of hands is always welcome as well. Yeah, good point. Nice recruiting there, buddy. I like that. <laughs> I'm trying. I missed my uh, my little you know spot to do that in, and and thanks for uh, thanks for having my back. That's that's why you're my uh, my online uh, my on. No, I'm not. Now I know on Geekpile they call each other. <laughs> they says that's my online husband. They're kidding. Um, but 
you know, I think that's pretty. I'm not even gonna joke about that. I don't want your your significant other to uh, to punch me in the face. But you yeah, are my my right hand. <laughs> you yeah. better be careful there. I know, right? <laughs> so if you're listening, you know, Simon's woman. Yeah, yeah. Nah, not like that. Anyway, um, you know, I think we've I think we've stalled long enough to let you guys get comfy. You feeling pretty comfy? Am I feeling pretty comfy? Yeah. I'm feeling fine. Okay. Now, um, you guys is is in reference to our guests tonight, um, who are you know, like like Spectre said, they they have talked to everybody we want to talk to. So I'm kind of jealous because they they have all the good stuff going on. I mean, they had the Happy Tree Friends creator on, you know, one of them <laughs> on last week. And they had, you know, God, they talked to freaking the creators of Adventure Time, Clone Wars, Star Wars Rebels, My Way Entertainment, I'm the Juggernaut, bitch, um, Teddy Rubskin, you know, and, oh, man, so many people. I'm Inconceivable! I I know, right? I'm so jelly. I haven't had that guy on yet, but that'd be rad. No, we should. We should get somebody <laughs> from the Princess Bride, so. I don't but really feel, though, that maybe they've just done us a favor by by soaking up all of this good stuff from their own guests and then condensing it into their own human forms and then bringing it to our show tonight to save us so many hours of interviews and, and talking to other human beings and all that other stuff that we're not comfortable with. You know, that's yeah, a really said. polite and pretty way to say So we're just using you guys for yeah. what you can bring to <laughs> You're such, totally a, fine. such a proper, polite British man, yes. That's my that partner. That sounds so hot. It does. <laughs> Use that's it. Use it. That's my, that my man wife. That is, that it's, is your man. It's technically pod wife. wife. I'm your pod <laughs> wife. Aren't you going to ask me the question? <laughs> Dan, same question every week. How's your balls? Oh, uh, they're <laughs> just fine. Oh. They're all relaxed now from that awful, you awful You must chill. You must chill. <laughs> Thank and we you. never chill on Geek and, and that is Nightbug on the board, as always. You don't uh, want to hear about the balls. No, that just brought our rating from public to PG-13, and that's okay with us, right, Spectre? You can yeah, change that. Looking up. I want to get to a uh, by the end of the night. Right. So the people you hear talking are the hosts, the creators of the awesome radio show Geek Pile, and it's all about knitting. Yes. I'm kidding. Yes. It's a it's about geeky stuff. They get to do everything fun and geeky. Now wait a minute, you guys are, are like real life superhero fucking podcasts. <laughs> so what are you talking about geeks? I mean you're walking around in costume right? doing good deeds. Right, Biff? Yeah, we're going to have to get into that. I mean, we've had a few call our show once in a while, so I'm interested. So, yeah. And, you know, we, we just spent the first ten minutes talking about Japanese drums. I, I think we probably qualified to some extent as geeks. Yeah. Well, when you were talking about Taiko, I thought you meant Taiko toys. That's how geeky I am. <laughs> oh, my That's God. It's geek off. I don't know, Spectre. It's starting to be a geek off here. What yeah, I'm think? never going to win that one. <laughs> Biff, what did Tyco do? What's one of their toys? I'm trying to remember. We don't they ever made, Google like, trains. Them. Thomas the Train. They made okay. uh, other, like, little slot cars. Like, they were a rival to Matchbox or to Hot Wheels. Right, right. Oh. Yeah. Dig it, dig it. Yeah, yeah you know what? Tyco drums and Tyco... So you guys, wow. That's what we do. And we also, we have a, we have a cardinal rule on the show. We never hit Google to find our knowledge... It's all no. It's all in, in the heart. It's 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 yep. the soul of who we are. So if you can't remember it at that moment, you're just screwed. Well, you're that's just... when our guests hopefully call in and oh. help us out, <laughs> or wow. or correct us in a chat room chat and say you're absolutely wrong, which has happened. We've absolutely had people come. Oh yeah. Uh, come to the rescue, uh, or our guest on the show will correct us, or we all kind of go, well, I don't know. Somebody knows that call in, and you know. It happens. Wow! Yeah, sometimes well, that happens. So, so I, I gotta ask you guys before we get too far ahead of ourselves. How did you come up with the idea to have a geeky radio show? Hmm. Biff, how did that happen? Yeah, well, from my remembering, I remember. Oh, it was so long ago. It was a fateful day in my 
memory. <laughs> me and me and the Banimator were standing in line for Star Tours because I don't know if your listeners know that we go on an annual trip once a year to California and go to Star or Disneyland. And we were waiting in line for Star Tours, and we started talking about Star Wars. And, you know, me and Nightbug, we, we were big Star Wars fans. That's kind of how we forged our relationship in the early days. And then I started talking to Danimator, and uh, we started talking about Robotech and Voltron and Migos and all of the, these crazy things. And Dan grabbed me by the shoulders and shook me hard and said, we should start a show. We should start a show. And that was it. That was pretty much the birth of the of the radio show right there. Yeah. Well, I can't say that Rock didn't have a huge influence on me hearing her awesome show every week. Oh, I mean, God, come on. Wow. You guys have been doing this longer this than we true. have. So, uh, Kindly remove your nose from my butt now because... <laughs> You thought of it yourself, and you know, um, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, no, thank you. But, you know, you guys always did have this awesome rapport. You're nuts. Yeah, Together. it's all about, it all comes back to nuts. Right, oh, God yep. damn it. Oh, that's not what you, oh, sorry, you and, meant like. And you guys oh, were just so We're in funny. PG land. Yeah, sorry. yeah, Balls, 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 You know, balls, they say balls. balls a lot on TV now. Have you noticed that? It's like censorship kind of, yeah. it's kind of accepted now. Well, I mean, now that we've got a British guy on the show, can we say bollocks? Is that the same thing? No, no, it's bollocks. Oh. Thank you. You got it all wrong. I'm not even serious. That was sad. You're thinking of Jim J. Bullock from, you know, Hollywood Squares and Too Close for Comfort, right? (laughs) Yes. That's what I was thinking. What are you guys thinking? (laughs) We often like to go retro on Geek Pile. Oh, my God. I mean, come on. It always comes back to the good old days. So, I'm sure Simon has a couple. <laughs> Spectre has a couple of questions for you because I I don't want to ask them all. I've got a ton I want to ask. But <laughs> I, I don't want to ask you guys anything. But um, I, uh, <laughs> your comment then, Mr. Danimator, about uh, the fact that uh, you, you never ever Google anything. So this radio show that you're on, I Google everything. Like before the right. show, literally, I Google <laughs> the keywords of the show and I try to find anything to talk about for when I dry up and have a oh my brain God. fart. Are we even on? Are we even on Google? I'd hate to think. Geekpile, Geekpile. Yeah. You know what? I'm gonna check right now because it's our show, right, well, Specter? We can Google whatever we want. So well, I'm and googling uh, Geekpile right well, that was now. A, that was the thing, though. Like <laughs> the, the story that Biff yep. is, is missing. Uh, oh, look at that! We are on. You guys are the entire are, first page. We are Google. Whoa! You guys are the entire Whoa. first page. That's but, awesome. Yeah, if you Google, yeah, you. that's the way we do it. Keeping in mind that Google tailors its results for you. Does it really? Yeah. <laughs> you know but what? Still. Okay, just pop Thanks that balloon. For being Thanks a for pin to my balloon Thanks there, for that. Night I knew it was all a lie. Asshole. Oh, anyway, uh, the part. <laughs> it has to end here. The part of the story that Biff is missing is uh, uh, Biff works in a in a kind of non geek friendly environment. Uh, oh, you could say that twice. Well, I I will, but you'll tell that story about what they said to you after the uh, your your uh, coworkers came up and asked who that was at the end of Avengers. Yeah, right? what they think? Yeah, that that yeah they uh, they came to me and they were all excited because you know anything geek that happens they come to me and say, oh what about this or Superman did that or why did Arrow say this or who's the League of Shadows or whatever. So they come to me at the end of the, uh, after they had all gone to see the Avengers movie, and they are like, oh, I can't wait for next Avengers. And I'm like, oh, well, hey, we're now we're talking the same language. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you're pretty excited? And they said, yeah, that guy at the end, the Hellboy. And they're going to oh. do a Hellboy crossover. And I'm like, Hellboy? And I'm like, oh, my God, where am I? You know what I mean? Like, I can't talk to anybody at this place. So, yeah. Yeah. That was like the sad puppy dog, you know, violin music when I heard that. I was like, oh, my God. Poor <laughs> Play the sad Hulk oh. music. Play it. Yeah, we need Play the sad, sad Hulk, Hulk music. music. Right there. Bug, I don't know if you got that in your... You don't have any music in there. <laughs> don't need some just this way. Oh, you really need to get the sad music from the Hulk. I, I'm, no, no, no. Wait, I'm wait, uh, what about requesting when I, that. When I heard that, I heard that 
this I heard uh, this. Oh, that's you know? terrible. Ah! <laughs> 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 that's what I heard. You know what? That is the best scream. Where, what movie is that from? That's I know from it's League Tom of Their Hanks. Own. What? Yeah, okay. man. That's Tom Hanks screaming after uh, he he kissed the the chaperone lady oh my when he was God. drunk on the bus and he woke up and realized it was her and he freaked out. Uh, wow. That's just the kind of geek brain I have. You know what? Good one. But but anyway, I heard that and I thought, you know what? I work in the like animation industry. That's you know the Danimator comes from, and all of us artists are geeky as hell. Like we all know this stuff. You know, one way or the other, either you you worked on a project that had to do with this, or you worked on an animal project like drawing animals. And you're like, well, now I need to know how this animal works or whatever, or you you reference a, a frame of animation from Voltron episode, blah, 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 with that, you know, flair of how this moved or that moved. There's a reference point of geek speak that you have to have in order to do your job. So I'm like, man, I know all these people who Diff would just love to talk to in a coffee room conversation. So why don't we just provide that space on a weekly basis? We get to hang out. He gets to geek out. And we provide a safe place. A safe place for other geek people <laughs> to come. Because, because you're so persecuted. <laughs> hey man, I had a I had a friend oh on Facebook Lord. today. He he was uh, he said he cleared the kitchen in his workplace because he said while people were eating beef jerky, he goes, you know those just just mummified cow. You're eating cow mummy, or you know or something like that. And he cleared the room, and I'm like, dude, I think. Everybody in my workplace would have joined your table and been like, "Yeah, let's talk about eating that yummy mummy." Wow. You know, it's like, ah, <laughs> uh, you know, it's okay. So, so Spectre was uh, Spectre had a few things, I you know that that he had mentioned. Uh, I'm talking about you like you're not right there, Spectre. Yeah, I know, you know, right here. I know, right? <laughs> so you know, I, I just what you were saying about this safe place. Funnily enough. Before the show, I Googled on my laptop, and this is the same <laughs> laptop that I used, and, and this may explain why, but this is the same laptop I used to book flights out to some crazy Star Wars wedding a couple of months right. ago. Um, with freaking Yoda. I mean, <laughs> Yoda. Um, so uh, so on this laptop, I Google the word geek just in, in Google News, and the first hit that comes up is just gives me hope for the future, right? So this is a store just a comic book store with a, like a Dungeons and Dragons gaming kind of thing going on as well in Oakland, California. And yeah, yeah. Okay, this okay. store is called Endgame. Endgame! Yeah, Endgame. We love that. We were just yeah. near there today, yeah. Yeah. And, but, so the cool thing about this store is apparently they were saying that uh, people go there to game in the evenings, but there's nowhere to buy coffee. Everywhere's closed around there, and, and you know there's a couple of bars, and that's it. So what they've done is a Kickstarter campaign where they've actually bought the... Um, thousand square foot space next door and they're turning it into what they call the end game cafe which is going to be uh like a late night kind of venue which is going to host bands it's going to have improv comedy and, and just you know other events and things and really just to be a geek community for everything geek related for people just to go and hang out and oh, you know, right to me it's so freaking cool That's all right awesome. well I, wait i gotta interrupt you bug. guess who's trying to uh get a job there Somebody wants to work at that and be a barista at that cafe. That think, would be. I think Bug needs to jam his way in. There. Yeah. Well, I've been I've been on them for a while. They keep saying we're going to make an announcement when it happens. Hang so, in there. Yeah, he can't wait. He's chomping at the bit to to just hang out and pour some coffee for everybody. Well, hey Biff, man, everybody. if you want to quit your job out there over there in Utah, then hey man, <laughs> jump I'm on, on my way. <laughs> I'm on my way. California is a magical place. <laughs> Next to Tahiti, right? Next to Tahiti. <laughs> We're going to watch that. That's, that's true. <laughs> there, but for me, it's California. <laughs> but, you know, this, this whole thing about this endgame place made me think we, we need more, you know, more geek spaces. And, and you tend to have, like, these weird geek gatherings, don't you? Like comic book conventions, particularly, where just every geek across the land <laughs> turns up in San Diego and... But, you know, they're so rare that, that uh, I don't know, certainly for people like me, it, it's, not like a, it's not like a monthly occurrence, and it would just be awesome. But uh, I think you need some kind of, like, geek radar or a geek magnet or something to, uh, to, to highlight other geeks in the crowd for you. And 
you know, maybe Halloween's another time. I, I met so many people walking around with a real lightsaber out there and on Halloween. So many people walking up to me and saying, I love Star Wars. I had a Millennium Falcon birthday cake. And, you know, it's uh, yeah. easy to get into that conversation. It, it kind of starts like a bond, doesn't it? It kind of it kind of helps you come together and just, you know, you just want to have that conversation, even though you may have just talked about it five minutes before with a, a friend or family member. It's it's fun to share those stories, right? And that's kind of yeah. what we're about. I it's mean, Biff, like I don't know. Yeah, or something, though, right? It's like you stand there and say, my name is Bob. I've been a Star, Star Wars fan for 40 years. <laughs> these little facts, people make their admissions, and, uh, yeah. Do you feel like it's kind of therapeutic for you, Biff? I do, and I also think I can tell how much I can get along with someone by how much of a level of their geek goes. Like, for example, when they talk about, oh, I went and saw the Avengers. Oh, I'm pumped. You know what I mean? Okay, that's good. You know, that's awesome. But then when someone says there's Hellboy at the end of it, I think I'm not really going to have mm. a whole lot to talk about with this person. Like, you know what I mean? If mm-hmm. someone says, I'm a Star Wars fan, and they and you're like, oh, yeah, me too. And they're like, you know, that one gold robot, you know, the one with the stick up his ass. Oh. Like, if you can't oh. tell me... What did I do? Yeah. No, 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 no. no. Yeah, okay. I got you. Oh, I agree. No. Okay. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, mm-hmm. you like Star Wars, but you don't really like Star Wars. You like, well, you watched it a few times on HBO or something. You're not. Yeah, you laughed at Judge Binks, you fucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's it. Oh, no. See, we're already, that's our one F word for the night. We're in PG-13 territory right now. Good. That's right. No, that's, that's good. It's good to have those, um, Deal busters, deal breakers. That is yeah. a deal breaker. You know, yeah. it's a that's, deal breaker. And that's so, also a thing. It's religion to us, so. And and we have discovered too that if someone has n- either never seen Star Wars, uh, there's something wrong. It's like it's you know. <laughs> no, really, there is. It really does kind of like you send couldn't a take the chill. minute to, to to watch the movie. This is a know? social phenomenon. It's right. like it's an American. It's like an apple pie now. You have to. Come on. <laughs> You don't so, have to like it. Right. Well, no, you, you do. You have an opinion on you it. You do. You kind of do. Yeah, there needs to be well, some opinion set. I don't know. There's just something wrong with that. It's like you're stomping on puppies or something. I don't know what is... Good grief. Now, I have I have a question about your show. Have you guys ever had... Well, first of all, who? what was your most fun subject? I don't want to call, make you call out your guests or anything, but what was your most fun topic to talk about? You can say your most favorite guest, too, if you if you really want to, but... Um, mm, most fun. What what had you just laughing until your face hurt? Oh, man. That's probably a toss-up. You know, actually, we had fun with you guys. When you came on and we talked about cartoons. But, Biff, you weren't there, so that's kind of unfair. Wow. <laughs> so what are you well, saying, Biff? your favorite. He doesn't... He's saying he doesn't like you. That's, that's no, that's what he not true. We, we missed you that bad. I had to bring in, like, two other people to make up for it, right? Well, but, uh, you know. I think the juggernaut bitch guys are really fun. The My Way Entertainment folks. They were they were really fun because they had nothing but just fans calling and calling. And it felt like the calls never ended just saying, thank you for making this viral video that affected people in so many ways. It's like, what? Are you kidding me? That was That was pretty fun. That was cool. That was a cool show. I liked that one. I always like it when Andy comes on the show. You know, Andy Ristano. He's a he's a great guest to have on. I also liked the Migos when we talked about those because I've got such a love for Migos. Oh yeah, I I just love those toys. Now, for people who don't know who Andy Ristano is, he was the lead. He was the lead designer, lead character designer, and then storyboard artist for Adventure Time. Woo! Adventure Time! Come on, join your friends. Um, and then the Migo stuff. Yeah, you are nerding out hard with the Migos. Yeah. Oh, well, and, you know, they had Migos for, you know, Planet of the Apes, for, you know, DC and Marvel, for Star Trek. And then there was Migos that I didn't even know existed that just piqued my interest on, I mean, they were such great toys. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, everyone should check out uh, Scott Adams' uh, Mego Museum. 
Where? Do a Google Google search that, and it'll pop up. Oh, you're wanting me. You're actually wanting me to Google. No, I'm, the, the the audience. I'm not oh, acting. Okay. I don't want to. <laughs> hey, on our show we can Google. We don't care. Well, don't you? Yeah, know. we love it. We and love actually, it. I've got to ask. I've got to ask both of you guys. <clears throat> and and this isn't like I don't know. I could queue up questions all day for you guys, but this is a genuine interest that I would really like to know. Tell me what what was your favorite toy that you had as a kid. And what was your favorite toy that you never had as a kid? The, the toy Aww. that you wished you'd had. Mm. I never had the full AT-AT. <laughs> that would have been pretty awesome. Really? Yeah. Mm. Never had it. Uh, but right. favorite toy growing up? Oh, man, it had to be one of the Transformers, but I'm not going to... I love them all. <laughs> I can't I can't choose a favorite. I don't know, but I, I guess Sideswipe. He was pretty awesome. He's a Lamborghini. I mean, come on. He's bright red. Changes into a car. Oh, and a Wheeljack? Oh, Wheeljack was my first. There's first loves, and then there's, you know, there's your favorites. (laughs) What about you, Biff? I think there's two times where I was just so blown away by a toy. One was the old-school Millennium Falcon. Oh, yeah. Where you you could lift up the floor... And you could lay guys down inside of it, and then you could put the floor back so you could smuggle guys in. Oh yeah! It had the little, it had the little chest table. Yeah, the it had the gun turret. The side. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and it made a, a horrible sound that my father just hated. You know that buzzing didn't sound like a laser gun, not like they do now. It made this kind of a buzz kind of a sound that was. Just terrible. And then the second thing that I got was the G.I. Joe Sky Striker. Oh, that was cool. I had oh, that man. too. Oh. I remember that was just putting the stickers on it and the bombs on the bottom and it came with Ace, the G.I. Joe pilot, and he yeah. you could eject his feet and throw him up in the air and he had a parachute that That's would right. come down. It worked well. You once. know, and that was yeah, yeah, pretty much. Although, do you guys remember an old toy called The Adventure People by Fisher Price? I kind of do remember that. I kind of <laughs> do. No, but you're, we I'm gonna each Google other, it. right? We're all about yeah. the same age. <laughs> yeah, Google it. <laughs> yeah, do that Google. They had yeah, a parachute I... guy. They had a parachute that was like the parrot. I don't know if he was stuntman or yep. parrot, parrot, whatever. Oh, and yeah, And his parachute yeah. was made of real parachute silk mm-hmm. so you could throw what? that up in the air all day it was yeah it was like having a big parachute pants but before parachute pants were cool and it was made out of that <laughs> same material and you could just you know these rubber kind of straps that you you put him inside and you could throw them up in the air i must have thrown that i've thrown my arm out of socket i'm sure wow. throwing that guy up into the air and watching him he'd come down perfect yeah Never where you want him to but adventure people were kind of like they weren't quite as good as Star Wars, but about no. that kind of flexibility. But they had that added little neck, like you could have them lean their neck forward and lean it back. Yeah, and that's about that's it. Them. That's about it. Yeah, that's them. Yeah, I'm not oh that you guys didn't mention Masters of the Universe. I mean, Skeletor, oh, and the giant wow. thing, and He-Man on his cat. I mean, oh, Battle Cat. That was just <laughs> yeah, the best. Battle, yeah. Okay, now you want to know a toy that I always wanted and never got, like you said? Right. It's funny that you said right. Masters of the Universe. I always wanted Snake Mountain. Oh, oh I had a microphone, remember? Well. You could, yeah. Mm, Snake Mountain. That's the one. Mm. Oh, that was a guilty plan. Was... For some reason, I was like, no, 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 that's kind of beneath me. That's for younger kids. Because my cousin had all of them, and he was a little younger than me. So I'm like, no, 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 I don't own that. But any time a friend had Snake Mountain, I was all over it. I was like, oh, give me that microphone. Let's do this. That thing was pretty amazing. Um, Now, you know what? I'm listening to all guys. I just realized. Now, if you asked a girl geek that, Hmm. you know, girl geeks. We we did have a couple girl geeks on, didn't uh, we? And you asked them what kind of toys they played with? Because, you know, you're thinking about Well, yeah. We had on uh, Steph Laveris, who Mm -hmm. worked at Hasbro itself. Big time uh, geeky. She worked on My Little Pony, and that was it. That was her love. But... Uh, her brother had like transformers and stuff, so she had to work both battles. And you know, I mean, they had to use right. their magic to fight Cobra. So that's pretty exciting. <laughs> now, now see that rainbow, right? 
That's fantastic. Girls can be hardcore. Now, we all yeah, love yeah. the Transformers. Come on. And G.I. Joe. Uh, hey, Lady oh, J. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Hello, hello Scarlet. Right. Wow. Hello. Exactly. Yep. You know, they're fantastic. Now, here's the thing. Because I, I would call people nerd. People still call me nerd. What's the difference? Anybody want to answer okay. that? What's the difference? I got my canned answer about it. Let me hear you, Biff. All right. From my understanding, a geek knows things of pop culture, such as movies, television, games, that sort of thing. A nerd knows things about technology. So they know stuff about iPods, iPads, Bluetooth, Android, um, computer stuff. That's from my knowledge of how you make the, you know, the difference. You know, if you know how a gas giant is put together, okay. But if you know how Ultron is put together, <laughs> that's something else. Yeah. Not not all nerds are geeks. Right. You know? Not uh, all nerd geeks are nerds. Yeah, and nerd, yeah. nerds to me, I mean, like, definitely I'm a geek, but I can't really say I'm a, I'm a full-on nerd about geek stuff because I don't know half as much about stuff as Biff does. He's a total nerd for, for geekdom. But to me, nerds are like book smart. They're like the smart people. Okay. You know? But then how do you explain the geek pile guys? I mean, I'm sorry, geek There you go. The geek squad at Best Buy who come yeah, out. They, they're they're with brand. Bad marketing. Well, no, no. That they're, bad marketing? <laughs> they're geeks for computers. See, so there's a difference. Okay. Yeah. 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 So they're, they're Like, you can be a geek for the 49ers, let's say. I don't understand oh, yeah. it, but you can be. You shut so. your mouth. Let's let's put it this way. So so geeks are passionate, nerds are smart. How about that? Right. Does that work? The, the kind of work. Too, though, there's, there's some weird nexus where the two meet, and it becomes incredibly uncomfortable. You know those people that you only meet <laughs> at comic book conventions, and you'll be there, and, right. and there's a giant poster, and, and you're like, oh, this is the one where Galactus eats the, the, the Kree home planet, and, and some douchebags always stood there and, and says, well, actually, no, that's not the Kree oh, home planet. You'll find in issue 178 of the Fantastic Four, and you're like, shut up, dude. You're killing it. <laughs> Thank you. I, I just want to pop them in their big fat mouth. Just, you know, yeah. shut up, Oh, that is a high point that you want to avoid there. Yeah. Uh, but there are also people I've met who are like, you can't call me a geek. It's derog- Sometimes it says derogatory statement, and they say you can only call me a dork. And I'm still trying to figure that out. To me, it's still a whale dick. A um, whale I'm dick? Trying to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought dork is that true? Is that true? <laughs> Google it, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, I... I'm gonna have to Google it after the show's over. <laughs> wow! You well, know. actually, if you watch Transformers early episodes, uh, they constantly bring in "nerd" as a derogatory insult. In uh, the, I think in that era of '80s, if you were a nerd, it was really not a good thing. No, I I don't think so. I think it, I don't know when it became okay to be a nerd or a geek, but like. You know, those, I mean, because Revenge of the Nerds, that was like a mm-hmm. thing, remember? And, mm-hmm. like, they had those whole shows. Now, I would classify Booger more in the geek than nerd category, but, you know, hey, whatever. He was kind of cool. Know? Yeah, you're more of a Booger. Booger was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated his name, but, you know, he was a funny guy. It wouldn't have been the same show without him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. True that. So, yeah, that's. I hope that answers... Yeah, I, I think there's no real right or wrong answer, I guess. You know, but that, this is our comfort zone is being in geek. Right. We're geeking out. You're geeking out. You're gonna nerd out about something. Eh, it doesn't really roll off the tongue. No, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna did, did I'm gonna dork feel, out. Well, when when something that's very much like geek centric and very niche becomes mainstream, do do you find that you know as hardcore geeks you kind of shy away from it and say, okay, I'm done with that now. Now that everybody likes it. Well, I think there is a certain level of hipster attitude to (laughs) geekdom, I think. I think that when you are, you know, if someone says, hey, do you like Star Wars? And they're like, yeah, episode one is my favorite. And you're just like, no. No. You know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) you have that sense of elitism. Like, when you were a kid, I always found it intimidating to go and try and play Dungeons and Dragons, for example. Because we, 
you would go into a comic book store. There, they'd be in the back room with dimly lit, smelling bad, with these weird dice in their hands, and you would come in and be like, "Gee, guys, what's going on in here?" And they'd just be like, "We're level four warlocks. You are not allowed to speak." You know what I'm saying? So there's some kind of <laughs> wow. There is a niche kind of a, a thing to it. But I think the more geeks that's out there, like S.H.I.E.L.D., Arrow, Flash is on TV. I just watched four hours of television on nothing but genre television, Star Wars, superheroes. Mm-hmm. I watch all of this stuff every week. It is a great time to be a geek right now. It is a yeah. great time to be a geek. So join us weekly, folks. <laughs> yeah. So every Sunday... <laughs> Every you know, Sunday at 8 p.m. you'll find us. It, it is a great time to be a geek, and and there isn't usually a lot of. This is a lighthearted thing, you know. It's a comfort zone thing, so it's going to be around for a very. It's been around for a very long time. We just didn't know about it until we all got to talk to each other on Facebook. But it's it's going to be around for a very long time. Mm-hmm. There's no way that you're going to see superheroes disappearing tomorrow or Mm -hmm. marvel and dc aren't just going to go the way of the dodo bird that's not going to happen so this is a happy positive thing usually every now and then there's a little bit of controversy right specter oh you're gonna go there aren't you we did last week are we really doing this this week (laughs) Uh, you know i thought i'd pave the way for you to ask that question if you wanted to i think you know what i'm doing yeah yeah Yeah, let's let's talk about me kind of nervous shall we should we talk about yeah. the great yeah, started? Does anyone <laughs> want to get out? <laughs> Not a cast <laughs> in the elevator, I don't. Anyway, um, did I say that? I, I, I'm sorry, guys. Anyway. Uh, wow. Yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> Gate is kind of nuts, right? I mean, it, <clears throat> it, it's morphed into something way more than it started as. And, and uh, I mean, you know, I guess for anyone who has been living under a rock and has no idea what the hell I'm talking about, Gamergate is basically something that was created from a games designer being victimized because uh, some members of the of the public perceived that her game, she had a game called Depression Quest that was released and it coincided with the time that Robin Williams obviously sadly killed himself due to depression. Um, and despite the fact that this games developer, she, she actually put, uh, she made the game free and any voluntary donations actually went to a, a, a national suicide helpline. Um, so, you know, it was all uh, fairly um, good-natured. Um, right. But uh, it, it got to the point where she was so um, uh, victimized for this that, that she was getting death threats. There were people publishing her private information out on the Internet, you know, what's called doxing, basically taking her private details and making them public. Um, and it's now snowballed into a movement which is pretty much, you know, I guess on the one side there are people saying it's, it's benevolent, it's... Um, about introducing ethics and uh, diversity into gaming and gaming journalism. And on the other hand, there's a, an argument that says, actually, this is uh, you know, people um, basically giving rape threats and death threats and, and massive, you know, ter- pretty terrifyingly violent threats towards particularly women who work in gaming. Um, so, you know, I, I just wondered, you know, the Geek Pile guys, whether you had a view on this, and uh, particularly around this whole thing of ethics and diversity being... Uh, uh, kind of shoehorned into gaming. What what your thoughts were about that? You want to I'm, just so, I'm just so mesmerized by Spectre's voice. <laughs> <laughs> Before we go, he's got to say, and you're listening to BBC One. I'm Spectre. <laughs> oh, man. I think with, like, I think with geek stuff, right, I think that it's such a passionate thing. People take it so personal. I think when people like find out that Ben Affleck is going to be Batman and there's like this giant social outcry of how can how can this happen and what what is what has gone wrong with the world and and really in all seriousness, all you got to do is have a good chin and not have too stupid a sounding voice. And I think anybody can almost pull this role off. I mean, Michael Keaton did it for God's sake. So I don't think people people take it so seriously and so to heart that I think that when fantasy is involved, we had a we had a guest on one time that was talking about object 
you know, women being objects in the geek world as opposed to male being objects in the geek world. And I think that some people can latch onto that fantasy element of like, you know, you're totally obsessed with Wonder Woman, you go to a Comic-Con and you see a chick that looks exactly like Wonder Woman, that the sometimes people get really blur the lines of reality versus geekdom. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Lila you had know a what I'm saying? Yeah. And I and I think that that is part of it. Like I think that some people, I mean, because not everybody that likes these certain things are probably the most emotionally stable. I mean, it's stuff that you liked when you were a kid. You know what I mean? If if Wonder Woman was real, do you think she'd really fight? For, well, I could ask you. In a real life superhero community, does Wonder Woman's costume make any sort of logical sense? No, she looks like Super Hooker. You know what I mean? Her legs are exposed. <laughs> she's she's got her, you know, cleavage hanging out or whatever, whatnot. It's it's not necessarily, but it's fantasy. So I think people have that line gets blurred sometimes and it gets taken to a bad place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it opens that, that, that box of the whole, like, uh, there was an interesting documentary I never got to finish watching on the whole rave culture and gaming and all that, where it's exactly everything that Lila was talking about from that show, where she talked about whether or not Mystique should be totally naked does that make her more powerful or whatever and that it's it's a can of worms <laughs> to be quite honest it's like yeah um but honestly i'm not as read up on that subject to really give a a good answer but i agree with what biff's saying yeah i must say you know i i, <clears throat> I kind of approach it and i think i i pretty much dislike anything which tries to force structure on something which is quite nice and organic. I mean, I, I love the way video games have grown, and I've been a crazy gamer since I was a kid. I, I'm obsessed with video games, and, <clears throat> you know, the idea that someone is, is trying to force some structure and force some um, idealism into what I've grown to love over the years just irks me naturally. But then again, I'm I'm a, you know, white heterosexual, you know, <laughs> guy, who, middle class guy in America. You know, if I was a you know, if I if I was in a minority group, if I was female, and and you know, I, I may have a very different point of view there, and I may feel objectified. It's, it's kind of difficult for me to say. Yeah, I kind of I agree with that too. I I'm the same way. I've never been objectified. I don't know. You know what I mean? Well, there is my fans in Denmark, but oh, you know, I've never <laughs> I've never I've never been objectified. So I don't I don't. I know that at the New York Comic Con they had cosplay is not consent, and they had a video of a, of a girl that was dressed up like I can't remember like Supergirl or someone, and she would go around the con and she looked really good. She costume everything spot on, but then some people would just take her picture. But then there were some people that took her picture that were kind of creepy about it, you know. And I don't know if it's you know what I mean? I mean, it can go to dark places, I think, sometimes. But I also think that there's there's maybe certain things maybe I guess you shouldn't do. You know, I don't I don't know. It's it's kind of a hard line to draw in the sand, I think. But I think it is yeah. good for discussion of where that what that line is. You know, yeah. and to just make make people aware of it. I think it's it's good to put it on the table and talk about it, you know. You know, as as, as far as Gamergate itself and, and how it's, you know, just how it came to be, if you're a supporter, you say that you don't want to oppose, you know, it's it's you're opposing corruption in video game journalism. And if you're anti, you know, Gamergate, if you think the movement's rooted in a cultural war uh against women and the diversification of gaming culture itself, then uh, you're right. Something so organic. I understand uh, that these games are this way. I'm not into making everything in the world equal and fair. And, you know, that's, that's, 
that's a wonderful ideal, but it's it's not realistic. Video games can be violent. Video games, can, you know, object, objectify women, and it's not that I accept that, but I I know that if it bothers me that much, I'm not going to play it. If it bothers me so much that I think it's going to affect my children, I won't let my children play it. You know, if there's something about it, that's that's pretty much it. I'm not going to go in and go, no, this should be completely PC. It should be this way. It should always be right in the middle. If everything's right in the middle, everything's boring. So um, as far as and, – and, and let me make sure that people understand. I'm not saying that it's okay to objectify women in real life. I'm not saying that it's okay to do what they do in Grand Theft Auto and beat up a hooker after you've just, you know, had sex with her and take the money back. That's not okay. Again, it's it's like Biff was saying, it's fantasy. And and if you think that it's going to influence someone so much that they start living this out on a large scale, sure, you get the one psycho every now and then who follows it, follows the fantasy out into the real world. But if you think it's going to affect millions and millions of people, man, keep a better eye on, on who you're hanging out with and, and what your kids are doing. Yeah, and so, you know, I, I think the whole thing with, with the, the type of censorship that we're talking about as well is that, you know, you, you can't just take a particular medium like video games and say, or, or video game journalism or whatever we're talking about here and, and mm-hmm. say, you know, this, this is the culprit of, you know, gun crime or, you know, high school right. shootings or whatever right. it is. You know, there are massively violent novels. I mean, I've read novels that are far more violent. You know, things like American right. Psycho that are horrifically violent. Exactly. Much more than a video game would ever be allowed to be. And, you know, the same with movies. I mean, and, and I guess the thing is, as well, when I play, like, like you say, Grand Theft Auto, you know, I don't go on Grand Theft Auto and think I'm in the real world running around shooting hookers. You know, I, I right. typically, I mean, a story so ridiculous that I laugh my ass off, you know, all the way, all the way through it. I mean, it's, <laughs> you do. it's you, a character you gotta, of real life. You know, and if that makes us insensitive, that's fine. Maybe there's some point in our life where we can be a little silly and insensitive and know where the limit is. Yeah. You know, um, as far as as far as the other half of that, though, it's never okay to send death threats. It's never okay to dox someone, and it's never okay to to uh, cause a person to have to flee their home. No. So that side of it is pure bullshit. So 4chan and whoever else is doing that, that's just that's just crap. I'm sorry. Yeah, I think the bigger Death issue... Death threats? You're going to come to my house? I will shoot you in the face. How's that for me? But I'm a freak. of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think the bigger issue uh, is is the is the whole culture of just being protected behind a screen and feeling like that bully mentality of... You know that is an issue to definitely talk about. You know, but just like the video game factor is like, yeah, that's yeah not the issue. It's it's yeah, it's it's bullying up on people because you're safe behind a screen and trolling exactly. them and, and ruining lives because it's easy to do with a click of a button, just like it is easy to pull a trigger on a gun. I mean, you know, it's right. there's power that people aren't uh, aren't really taking into consideration. Yeah, and, you know, particularly when it comes to the real-life superhero movement where you have people with, you know, created identities. That, you know, it's not even like Facebook where you're just, you know, slagging off your mother-in-law. It's, you know, it's, it's people right. with created <laughs> fictional lives. <you> know. <laughs> did I go there? Oh, yeah, you did go there. We're going to save that for another show. But, <laughs> um, you know what? Uh, we have five minutes left. Say what? Uh, yeah. Where did and, it go? Know, I, I think we I think we have a caller that we oh shoot we've got to take a caller for but we've got caller if you're listening we can only take you for like thirty seconds stops because our time has just slipped away from us so caller hello hey. you're on the air you've got thirty seconds we're sorry to do that but this is a shorter show than we thought uh, who are you <laughs> and where are you calling from my name's Kim Remsen. I am calling from Hudson Falls, New York, and I am about as geek as geek can get. I mean, I am a G.I. Joe freak. I grew up on Shira, and this Sunday, yep, and believe it or not, this, uh, and I'm also a historical reenactor, if that falls into geekdom. Um, but anyways, <laughs> this Sunday, I'm going to the Albany Comic Con, and I am dressing yeah. as a as a Cobra Fang helicopter pilot. Holy wow. Okay. 
That's awesome. All right, you can listen to our show anytime. That's very good. Yeah. You got, you got, Kimberly, you got to listen to Geek File. You'll, you'd love it, and uh, they'd love you for all of that. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I think you made their night. <laughs> oh man, speaking of yeah. cosplaying, does uh, does Biff remember when we had the Mandalorian Merc on? Oh, oh yeah, those guys are fantastic. Yeah, those. Oh my God, they I want to join them. I want to join them. If yeah. you're listening, Mandalorian Mercs, and some of them are our but buds. Anywho, but anywho, I should have the pictures up maybe Monday or Tuesday or when I go to this event on Sunday because I put a lot of work into this uniform. Hey, you know what, Kimberly? Oh, yeah. If you put pictures up, we'll put some of them up on our, on our website. How's that? That sounds great. Fantastic. Awesome. Thank you so much for your call. We've got like three minutes left, so we got to let you go. But thank you. And get yeah. us those pictures and have a good time. Thanks for yeah, sharing. I will. Thank you. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So you guys have like three minutes left. What? what? Uh, yeah, I know. This one went quick. we got to have you guys wow. back on again. Well, I'm definitely so- everybody's got to go to uh, Facebook.com slash GeekPile. Give us a like. I always put up... Uh, notifications when we have a new show. Uh, you can also like, rate, and subscribe us on iTunes. Just do a search for Geek Pile, and we'll pop up. Uh, or hey, subscribe to us here on Block Talk Radio. Uh, just start following us and listen in every Sunday. Yeah, call yeah. in. Yeah, absolutely. Call chat in. in. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we, yeah, we, we love chat. to hear from Cobra pilots. We love that. And we love to know when we're wrong about something. You know, yeah. like, just, just berate us. Please, please. call please. and correct us. You guys must not be married if you love to hear when you're wrong. It's usually Biff, so it's okay. Oh, okay. That's okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I forget who you thought directed X- Empire Strikes Pack- Back, but it was not, it was not. Irvin, uh, who did I say? Irvin Kirshner? Who did I say? No, you didn't say it was Irvin Kirshner. That was a problem. No, who? who he also yeah, directed who RoboCop 2. I don't know. Who did I, I don't say? forget. It was it was not right though, and you got some hate mail for it. And it was awesome. Yeah, from my it. mother, no less. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Practically disowned you. Fantastic. Wow. Yeah, but yeah, join us every week. We always we try to hit the creative. Lawrence uh, Kasdan. There you go. That's we try to hit the creative industry. Uh, people who are there in the trenches making the stuff you like to geek out about. That's kind of our niche. Uh, or people who are kind of internet internet famous like. The Juggernaut Bitch guys, or uh, Teddy Rubskin, because he's awesome. He's got his YouTube channel you can check out, and is a really knowledgeable uh, bearer. Oh, he's funny too. He's a he's a he's a puppet. How does he talk, guys? He's a uh, great. He's fucking great. Uh, that guy. Exactly. Yeah, good. What the fuck? <laughs> You're gonna hear the f f bomb. It's fucking great. F u g g n. F u g g. F u g g f fucking no what. Keep it um, real. Well, we have one minute left, and uh, before we go, I just I want to say that we uh, check us out. Well, I want to thank our guests, Biff and the Danimator. You guys are amazing. We'll be listening to you again on Sunday, as we always do. Um, and thank you. I want to thank you, Kim, for calling in, our listeners and our chat room people. And I want to tell you that next week, it's a toss-up right now. We're still figuring it out. But we may have either a firefighter friend of ours for a Q&A. Hey. He's a cute firefighter, too, aren't they all? Or the Alameda Paranormal Researchers, one or the other. So you know it's going to be a good show. Simon, you want to throw in your two cents before you take us out? Well, I'm excited. And you know what? We're we're also coming up to our, uh, what is it, our two-year anniversary? Oh, hell yeah, we are. So we'll start building up to that. But uh, anyway, thank you for everyone for dialing in. Thank you to uh, Danimator and to Biff. And we will see you next week. Same time, same channel. Thanks,
down or something if you want to keep fighting evil today. 